Welcome to episode 168 of the Bedhoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. Thank you very much for joining us. We're recording this midweek in the lead up to our Winter Wonderland event with the Wonderlust Swingers. Yes. We are pretty much, there's boxes everywhere. I think we've got all of Amazon. I think we, most of Amazon has been to our house mm-hmm. at one point or mm-hmm. other. There's a lot of packaging everywhere. Yeah. You keep buying shit. Well, I keep buying shit <laughs> and we keep being sent shit. Yes. So not, that, not shits in the post. No, no we, fortunately, I had one of those for at least a couple of weeks. But we, <laughs> we've had a number of parcels and packages so that we can, one, host the wonderful event. Yes. And two, do the room crawl thing. I hope there's nothing wintry in there that's going to defrost. Well, I don't think so. We should be all right. I don't, I, that, and plus you have a million outfits. Well, this is true. Mm. I do. Well, I have at least one outfit. You do. For, for the whole event. And thing. I, more importantly, have my outfit. This is true. Though by the time this podcast, whatever they call them, right, this podcast comes out, we'll have already done the Winter Wonderland and we'd have said goodbye to everyone, probably, and yeah. we'd be on our way home. And it's a sold out event. It's sold out completely. Completely and yep. utterly sold out. Well, this is amazing news. And we're sort of, it's weird because we're obviously talking about it as though it's about to happen. But for you, gentle listener, it will have happened. So yes, and we it did, will have been amazing. It, it was the best event ever. <laughs> we, we have no reason to think it won't be. So therefore, we're going to assume yeah. that it was a marvellous event. Absolutely. Yes. Have well, you got Aslan coming along as well? Aslan so the we can... lion. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> but I have hidden Mr. Tumnus in a cupboard. Oh my God. He'd probably enjoy that. <laughs> he probably would. He does seem to have closet vibes. Always watching. <laughs> So thanks for joining us today. We're going to be talking a little bit about, well, we're going to wing this one a little bit. Oh I know that might come as a shock, mm. but we wanted to talk about something that, that we had a conversation about while we were away in Miami. Mm. And this is triggered by a sort of series of not unfortunate events, but a series of moments that led us to have a pretty big discussion. There was a catalyst, there was for sure. A that catalyst. Led us to There's have... normally a cat involved. <laughs> yeah. There was a catalyst, I think, that led us to have uh, a really important conversation um, one I didn't really see as about to have, but then we had it. And I was like, this is actually a really good conversation. And I'm really glad that we had it, if that makes sense. Not that we really got anywhere with it. Well, I think <laughs> I think the concept of it was important, but enough teasing about the whole thing. Let's mm. let's set the context and set the scene. So we're at PCAP for a number of days. In fact, for yep. all of the days that are available at PCAP and more. We were there. <laughs> we were definitely there. There are pictures of us we existed, yeah. right? And... You really, you've always been keen on having some sort of lady pole, but in particular that you're keen on having a real sort of lady interaction, I think. Yeah, it doesn't have to, to be a pile. No, that helps though, Although I suspect. Although a pile is what we keep referring to because it's fun to think about, but I'm really not that greedy. <laughs> I don't really want you know, to have a pile. You really don't want piles? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. But just, yes, lady interaction. So, and I think... There was a, a couple of moments when that opportunity was going to come your way and through a mysterious, unfortunate circumstances and series of <laughs> events, 
Lemony Snicket was not was involved say, in the situation. Right. Although you'd probably been quite happy if yeah, um, Neil Patrick Harris was involved somehow. Oh yeah, I like him. And mm. Jim Carrey, maybe I don't know. No, He's a bit weird no, these days. No, no, not in that way. No, 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 no. no. Okay, all right. But anyway, <laughs> the, the point being, through a series of events, that didn't happen for you. Did not. And there were a sort of couple of situations where you could have d- perhaps done something had our communication skills been stronger and probably we discussed more before going into oh, this. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, it, for those other things to have happened, we absolutely would have needed to have had some conversation before because I, I, we didn't know. I didn't know. Well, I think and part of this conversation was around actually there, there was an opportunity where you could have gone and played with a lady by yourself. Man, you're saying that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do say that now. And I think that the tricky bit was, I think, uh, I think in, uh, that was apparent in hindsight. Ah, what a wonderful thing. But it is a wonderful thing. It's, it's true, though. You sometimes don't realise until after something's happened that something could have gone differently if you handled it differently. <laughs> but you don't know until afterwards, do you? And you don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> so I, I think we... we Obviously, we went to the event and mm. we, we went through this and nothing bad happened out of it. It was no, just a, no. oh, shucks, we missed that opportunity or you missed that opportunity. I and I think you're a little bit disappointed as a result of it, right? I was disappointed. Um, however, I'll, I need to caveat that really carefully because when I say disappointment, I don't mean I'm disappointed with what I have. Yep. I want to make that really clear. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm I'm lacking something in my current relationship because it's not. But saying... I could have had something and if only we talked about it, you know, we maybe could have explored that. Yes, I think that's a fair a fair assessment. But I do want to make it clear I'm not unhappy with what we have right now. But I think, so on, on the other context that I want to mm. sort of bring on the show, and these are all kind of things that we've spoken about, but we haven't quite ironed out and flattened out in no. the right, right way. So if this comes across a bit rambly, then obviously you've listened to the podcast before, you can <laughs> expect a little <laughs> bit of that, but it may be even more... Um, Hugh Granty and gosh, wow, um, gosh. Well, we're finding our way with it. We're, We've we not really had this out properly. And one one of the things we said, I think, when we opened our marriage is that we would be honest about things. And one of the things that we kind of tried, tried to pledge to do, I think, when we started this podcast as well, was to be honest about things that happened to us and talk about what's led us down a certain path and what we could have done differently and what we can do differently maybe to get to a resolution so we're going to be really brutally honest tonight and have a conversation that we haven't rehearsed or practiced or even visited again since since that initial since that initial conversation conversation. so i think the other context that i want to provide is actually in terms of looking for new couples and new experiences for us i think it's been quite tricky and i think part of that has been your attraction to the men Right. <laughs> and I think part of that is around, I think you're you're less and less interested in men. Not to say that you aren't interested in men, okay. and that doesn't feature within the scope of things, mm-hmm. but broadly, sweeping statement, mm-hmm. it's really apparent that actually you're much more interested in playing with the women. Okay, so I have a, th- a few things to say about that. Okay, broadly you're right, yes. And I know you like it when Sweet. I say you're right. <laughs> Can I have that in writing? <laughs> you may not. Oh. <laughs> Secondly... I also don't want this to become a mudslinging competition at all. So what we say here tonight between us is not a, oh, I'm going to forever hold this against you or, you know, fling abuse at each other. That's not what this is about. Okay. Thirdly, when we started opening up our relationship, um, we did have some conversations around 
one of the primary reasons for me was to play with women, you know, if I'm honest. And, and when we first started looking for, for people to bring into our relationship, it was on a, a, a threesome basis initially, mm. wasn't it? Is that yeah, right? It, we were fair. looking for, a, um, you know, a woman to play with and so on and so forth. So yes, my attraction to all this started off with wanting to play with women again. Yeah. And all the way through, that's absolutely been a theme. Um, and it's always that that I seek whenever we have interactions. Now, along the way, I have met some amazing, and I will say amazing, uh, men who I've played with. And that's that's a really important part of what we do still. That's not going away. However, yes, the my attraction to women is probably more more so than ever now. And I think because I'm not... I'm not getting anything other than play situations within a four-way dynamic. Yeah. It's it's becoming a bigger and bigger thing I think in my mind. And now you're noticing it too. Oh yeah. Is that? Fair? I think I think that's fair. I think you know I've I've kind of been noticing it for a while and mm. I think it's been tricky because actually we it's hard to know when we're on the same page sometimes yeah. because I can't honestly tell sometimes, although I can actually, if, if you're into a guy, mm. but if you're on the fence about it, I think previously you you would have made more moves mm -hmm. and now you just don't really bother. Mm. And I'm not saying that as a, and genuinely, this isn't a, a slinging of mud contest. No. I know that, but it's just an observation. Yeah. So I feel, I'm feeling less confident in moving forwards with people because mm. I don't know how I'm feeling, how you're feeling. Yeah. And I know that some of that stems from the fact that you are much more interested in playing with women. That is very true. And I'm, it's not a mark on the the men that we've no, met no, recently. Not at all. I think, and and I do think sometimes your approach is much more of a people grow on you and you like them and and then <laughs> you're okay with them. Gen there's very few men that we've encountered where you've been immediately. Yep, I'm. I'm diggity down to go with this. I'm what? Diggity down? Yeah, I think that's what the core kids say, diggity down. <laughs> I've never heard you say that. No. <laughs> I hope I never you say it again. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I diggity won't be down. saying it much more than I already have. So I think it's been an interesting sort of shift in that dynamic. And I think it's always, there's been an element of that always there. Mm -hmm. But I think you're, you're much less forgiving when it comes to this. Yeah, And it's maybe. becoming more difficult to find people that were like all four of us are connected with all two of us or whatever. Mm. And I think it's interesting because in a group dynamic, you're not quite so, so worried because you get to move in and out of various things. But when it comes to like a couple scenario, you're much less forward than you have been previously. Yeah. Because I think the emphasis on a couple situation is, is always going to be um, really distilled down to there's four people, two of them are male, two of them are female. Yeah. And, I accept that I cannot monopolise the the female part of that dynamic to the exclusion of everyone else because that wouldn't be a four-way dynamic. That would then just be me and a woman and you two watching, which I know is not really anyone's bag. Well, I think and I think part of it is is that, you know, that you have had those interactions and I think they they have kind of ticked you over or turned you over, as <laughs> awful as that may sound. Um, but I think you've it, certainly, I get the impression that that element of it has been lacking for you. Okay. So, I mean, this is interesting because I kind of do a little bit of thinking now and then about what does this mean for me as an identity? Does it, I do, am I, am I more, am I, am I a lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> you know, on a very basic level, I, I can't help but think, 
what does this mean? Does this mean I'm I'm really not that into men because I all I really think about is is wanting to have um, interaction with the women. Well, my assumption is is that you've simply got the best man there is in the business, <laughs> and therefore you don't need any other men, and you're just interested in the women. To to, <laughs> but, but I can't back that up in the slightest. There are men that you're interested. In. Oh, in of fact, course. In fact, there have been new men that that we've met yeah, recently yeah. that you have had interest in. I agree. So it's but, not that I don't want to play with men. I do. I probably think more about playing with women. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's been the shift in yeah. in balance. Yeah, and I've this this has been sort of brewing away in my head when we had this conversation, because it was really apparent to me that you know, I, I, and I've seen you sort of sit out much more than you would have mm, done previously. Maybe. And part of that, I think, is because we, we've you know we've been through the health issues. I think that was kind of yeah, that, you that's know, done, up until dealt with you yeah, know, mm. not that long ago. But now I see you sitting out more uh, and taking a breath more because I think you're more interested in playing with, with the ladies rather than continuously playing with the guys. So there's that. But also I think if if I'm feeling more that actually what I really want sexually from a, a play situation is to engage with a woman and not men, then I, I find it easier to sit back and just watch what's happening because I will still get enjoyment from that. Yeah. As opposed to not doing anything at all. No, I get that. Um, but it, it also does mean that I don't necessarily want to um, interact so much with the, the men in that situation because actually it's not fair on them either. Yeah. Uh, if I don't, if I'm not really into that because I'm feeling like I want something different. Well, and I wouldn't want you to do something just no. for the sake sake of doing it. I think the other thing to, to sort of add into that mix is actually over the last year, there have been one or two folks that actually haven't really listened to you and haven't really taken, like men in particular, haven't really taken on your feedback that you've been mm. giving them. And I think that experience does make it your overall perception yeah. of wanting to play with men a lot worse. Yeah. But I mean, also in the back of my mind, sometimes I don't want to come across as um, just this, you know, grabby woman kind of thing that's insisting on on monopolising the the female in that play situation because I don't want to be I don't want to be seen that that way. I, you know, I want and I want a woman to play with me because they want to play with me because they they're attracted to me, not because they're trying to you know help me out by you know ticking a box or or because they're doing it because they think their husband or their partner wants to see that. Because I sure as hell I know you don't want to see that, no. and we know that. I mean, again, this leads me on to one of the problems we've got, which is I know because we've had a lot of conversations over a lot of years that that doesn't do it for you. And I've always accepted that that's a part of our relationship, but you don't, you just don't want to see that. That's fine. And actually, I don't really want you to see it because I know it doesn't bring you any enjoyment and it would make me not enjoy the situation anyway. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. I, it's it, totally awkward. It's, it's, a, it's a tricky balance, I think. And certainly within the couple dynamic, I, you know, it, but there are moments that w where we've made this work and mm -hmm. I can think of a couple of play yeah. circumstances yeah, of recently course. where th there's been, not that I've sat back, but that I have been a little bit more removed than normal yeah. and you've been able to to have some, yeah. some air quotes and I feel a bad person for this. Christ, after the diggity thing, this diggity is even worse. Yeah, diggity down. <laughs> I, you know, you've been able to have some lady time and sort of bring that into the mix. But it takes, I think, a little bit of careful balancing to make sure that, that that works in the right way. And I'm also, I am also worried at those points that you are becoming frustrated or a bit fed up and, 
you know, then it takes the edge off what I'm doing. And I think, oh no, you know, what if he's like just not enjoying this and he's only doing it to try and appease me. And then, and then like even it, I get completely overthinking in my head again. And then I worry because obviously at the centre of everything, I, I put you. I don't want to, I don't want to do this at the risk or the compromise of our relationship because this is, you know, front and focus for me. It's our, our relationship comes first. So much like normal life, the centre of lady <laughs> problems is a man. So oh, no. <laughs> there's a metaphor for you folks. Hey. So I, I think, so I haven't got bored and I haven't, you know, haven't felt left out because we've managed that in a good way. And I remember one play situation not that long ago where the, the, the lady said, all right, I'm going to play with Mrs. H now. Mm-hmm. Mr. H, I will get back to you soon. Knowing <laughs> full well that I'm like, because that's all I needed. It was like, hey, I, I know that I'm going to have some really fun and sexy times. He's but, wait. <laughs> but I know that, that, that she wants to play with you. And that was managed really, really well. Fair, fair play to them and fair credit to mm-hmm. them for, for managing that in a, in a really good way. So I think it is possible to, to sort of get that dynamic right. But the trick is, is actually finding men that you're really interested in. Mm-hmm. Because I think you kind of, you, it's almost playing in your mind so much that what what you're really seeking is interaction with women more than anything else. Yeah, I think it, it probably overshadows most of the things now that we do. But I, and that's what's confusing me. Why am I obsessing over it? Why am I thinking about it so much? But is it partly because nothing's happening to to kind of fulfill that somewhere else and that's why it's so focused in the front of my mind right now or is it because you know as I've as I've gotten older have things changed a bit and has has my my kind of Kinsey scale you know tipped again and I'm I've always been really into women but now I'm really really into them and I don't understand where that's that heightened response has come from I think that there's been a couple of occasions recently where you've made really nice connections with the women. Yeah. And I think... Oh, yeah, that's true. And not every time have you been able to explore that through, again, no. just series of circumstances mm. and unfortunate events. So I think I think as a result, you've been left blue muffed, <laughs> whatever the <laughs> phrase is, with 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 an exploration or a moment that you want to explore. Yeah, and, and that did happen recently. And I, I think we, we both know the situation you were, you were referring to, but... I, I felt this incredible connection and chemistry with, with this particular woman and it was really hard not to act on that and I wanted to and obviously I didn't want to because I didn't want you to be upset or anything. So again, it, it kind of got suppressed and pushed out again because I was like, well, God, no, the last thing I want to do is upset you but it, I, at I all. Think, but so. I think the, the tricky bit is is that actually it was, it was really interesting because I've not seen you quite so hungry or something like, like come on you've seen me hungry yeah I've seen you hangry <laughs> ah. and, I, and I've seen you devour food and I've heard you know I can that I know very well but you actually were really interested and it was really apparent that you were really into this particular person mm-hmm. and to the point where when we when we came away from that situation I was like I, I felt bad that you hadn't been able to explore it right and hence this whole conversation started because mm you know, flipping back to, to Miami, we, we came away from the PCAP event mm-hmm. after all our friends had left and we'd left the hotel and we had a couple of days by ourselves and we sat down, finally getting you some gluten-free pasta mm-hmm. because that's mm-hmm. what also what you're craving. So this yeah. is about satisfying Mrs. H, I think this episode should be called. Um, <laughs> we, we started having this conversation and where it was kind of what, what it really means. And I think, you know, thinking it through as a part of a logical conclusion it feels to me because you don't want me to watch. 
You no, don't. You, no, I don't. You don't. Part of that is because I'm not really bothered about watching, but part of that I think is that you just want the exploration with a woman yourself. Knowing that you have no interest in it anyway, absolutely. Mm. I mean, if you did have, if you did have a some kind of um, sexual need to want to watch that, and you got, you got off on that, great. If that's if that's how we can in- incorporate that into our playtimes, fab. But you don't, and but, so it doesn't feel sexy to me either. Mm. So it was a kind of how do we build this yeah. into what what we're going about, how we're going about the, our, our lifestyle journey. Mm. Do we change our approach? Do we need to bolt on some stuff to figure out mm. how that works? And in my sort of logical brain, knowing that you you don't particularly want to put on a show, no. I don't particularly want to watch a show. No. That means there's only really a couple of options. Correct. So one is that we, we look for group situations where you can dive in like Scrooge Muck the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Into you know we both dive into a pile of bodies and you're and, entertained enough. I, I'm entertained and that's all fine and and then mm. you find a lady out of that group and you're like yeah this is the best day ever. Then you don't even have to leave a room. I don't even have because to leave the room because you're involved with someone else in that room. Like a child, I have the video game to you'll play. You'll be there and in your ball pit, right? Yeah, <laughs> and you'll be there in your ball less pit. Yes. So I think yeah. that's one way of of tackling it. The problem is is that those situations are relatively rare. I mean, they're not rare compared to regular vanilla Joe soap people off the street. They happen to us with more frequency than that sort of person. But they're harder to orchestrate. They're harder certainly. to orchestrate, and then you've got to get the right balance, and you've got to get the right people. Mm. And you know, sometimes there's a there's a mix, and sometimes you know. But I do think that you enjoy the group dy- dynamics I because it, it lets yeah. you get some of that sort of lady stuff, but also you can play with the men that you like within that group as well. Yeah, so that and I, seems I do to... like men still. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not... I keep wanting to bring it back to that but because I, it's not that I don't like men. I do. It's just not <laughs> that you like women more at the yes, moment. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. With the exception of yours truly, because I'm awesome. Yes, of course. Thanks for backing that up. I'm, I'm glad Always. That you got them. Yeah, all right. So <laughs> the, the other option is then, do we start to explore you playing separately with a woman? Now, mm-hmm. this is quite a huge leap for us because mm-hmm. we've, talked about going on a separate date to test the waters to see if if that would be something that we were interested in and seeing if we can both cope with that. Because I think the thing that we've often worked on is that generally neither one of us wants to be the person sat at home doing nothing no. while the other Correct. of us is out having fun. So we'd both have to go and have fun at the same time. Well I don't I don't <laughs> know. And this is the thing. Like that this seems even more impossible to, than organising a group of people that we can what, catch up. Wednesday orgy with eighty percent more women than men in it. Yeah, or yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and this is the thing. We, I, like organising that is it takes time and effort and getting the right team players in there and all that sort of stuff. No, not yeah. those team players, folks. So, it, how do we navigate that? And and is that what, what we go for? Mm. Or do we look at this sort of idea of this separate date where, where, and I don't think it's necessarily that it has to be like an eye for an eye and no. that, that we, we, you know, you leave the house at precisely seven, I leave at <laughs> seven, uh, you know, we're back, you know, at 10. No. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It becomes That's a little too prescriptive. bit too prescriptive. Mm-hmm. But at the same point, I'm also incredibly conscious that we are very, very good at throwing stuff in each yeah. other's faces. And I only refer back to the, you know, previous events where you've kissed one more person. I've been like, oh, bloody hell, you harlot. Look what you've done. 
Mm. Jokingly, yeah, admittedly, but, but it there is obviously a, is on your mind. And, yeah. and you've said the same to me. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't believe you did that. And I can't believe and it's like, well, hang on a second. And then we very quickly devolve into a level of mudslinging. Yeah. So we know we need balance yes. and fairness. Like the force. And, and some equilibrium in there that keeps us both sated, mm-hmm. but at the same time allows us to explore other things without fear of recrimination and hold it against each other. Yeah. And then the other thing to to bear in mind is how do we manage this from a relationship perspective? Uh, do we do we look to just have like dates with people that we don't know uh, and thus keep it away from people that we've already got established relationships with right. so as not to damage those? Uh-huh. Yeah. Or do we look to find new people? In which case, <laughs> I, I can I can see the scene now. Mrs. H puts an ad on Fab or Swing Hub or whatever, 40,000 replies, and I put an ad on every platform known to man, and someone mistakenly replies to me, thinking... Mistakenly Yeah, replies. like, oh, sorry, I, I thought this was a, a free sex line or something. And, oh you know, God. and I can see it. And also, it's sort of how I... Because I, you know, as much as I have a level of confidence about myself, mm. there is the good chance that... This I, might that, knock it. This might knock it quite substantially, I think. If if responses are not received in the same volume on each side. Well, it's, I don't think it's like <laughs> responses are received. And it's interesting because... As I frantically hide 55 like messages, like, no, I've only had three today. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> Merely having this conversation at this point in time is probably going to uh, like encourage a number of, number of responses. <laughs> And those responses ain't going to be aimed towards me. And it was really interesting actually listening mm. to the monogamish uh, podcast. I haven't listened yet, um, but I will. Well, the, the online dating one, right? Right. Where they talk about going, you know, separate dating or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she puts... Um, a, oh, a, I did hear the first... You did hear, yeah, that's yeah, the one yeah, you've had, right? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, interesting, yeah. She, she puts her thing on and naturally, being a lovely hot lady, <laughs> she gets like a million messages and he gets three. Yeah. And that's not a slight on who he is. Because he's a good-looking dude. He's in good, great shape. He's really interesting, really fascinating. Right. It's just that's the nature of the world. Yeah, and and but I think he, I think he brought this up anyway, and on the the podcast when they discussed it, and he he was cognizant that that and unfortunately is a is an indictment of how people see the world sometimes, and yeah. the, the you know the hot woman gets like you know in got exes flooded, and and the guy's like oh, hey. <laughs> McFly. <laughs> and that's that's really unfair. But I mean, we find that anyway on all the social media. You know, we've gone through this this permutation on Twitter or X, whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Where, you know, you, you put a picture of a woman up and it's like a million likes and the dude just gets like a handful. And it's, it's there's a disparity and it's it's really hard for your confidence. Like, I understand that. Well, I, you know, I recognise that. And I also recognise that my the fragility of my ego <laughs> is... is Always at a, a, a sparkling low point. So it's but your ego starts quite big in the first place. So surely no, it, it really doesn't. It really, it really is all a mask, and we've talked yeah, about that okay. before, to right. a, or at least to a certain extent. But I don't know that I, I would survive that. So it comes down to how we manage this and how we, because we're not doing it from a hot wifing perspective, no. right? So I don't get kicks, of, you know, for you going out. And I'm imagining that you wouldn't get a kick out of me going out and having a date. Nah, I'd be happy for you, actually. I'm, I'm not saying I'd get necessarily a sexual um, kink from it or anything, but I'm, I'm probably more open now to considering experiences like this because actually, if it's something that works for us both and I can see that it's making you really happy and you know, but there's actually a bit of a, an excitement there for me. It's like, that's good, right? And how hot is it that 
someone finds my husband attractive and wants to spend time with him. So I'm not completely closed to the idea. I'm, I'm, it will just take some getting used to thinking about it because we've not really thought about it much. And I think this is the thing, and it's kind of also that much of what we've done has been about protecting our relationship. Yeah, cool. Mightly so. Because that's what which, we always put at the heart of everything. Right. But at the same point, then even stuff like where we've got, where we don't have really separate mm. chats. No, no, we don't. Now, we don't have separate chats for a reason. No. Because they're dangerous for us. The, because we don't like the idea of not being able to see everything. But then if you're going on a date with somebody, then, yeah. then you're not going to see that stuff. No. And therefore, like, where do we draw the line on it? Because we can't be like sat with cut out newspaper eye hole things, watching what's going on throughout the course of the thing. And And do we, you know, how much do we consider it dating? Is it is it actually going to because you've got to get to know somebody to mm. a certain extent unless it is someone we already know unless it's somebody we already that know that changes the playing field which, a little bit which does but also changes the dynamic and potentially the relationship with those people I know but also it does afford you a little bit of protection in some ways because at least it's people that we both know and trust yeah and so I suppose the safety net is there because we know that we, we trust the person yeah for one and we know actually that those individuals potentially wouldn't do anything to hurt either one of us. So no. there is some level of security in there as well. But you're right, it would it would radically change the dynamic of those existing relationships. And and so that's another conversation again, isn't it? And then does that, you know, so we go on a date mm. or two or whatever and, and hook up with somebody. Okay, that right. happens. Then does that impact and influence the way that we interact with other people when we are together as well? Like, for example, say, uh, club events. Do we then say, oh, it's okay for you to go off and do that and it's okay for me to go off and do this? Right. And, do you know, weirdly, now you've just said that, I was thinking about this earlier today because, you know, I, I had a feeling that we would probably talk about this later today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, it occurred to me that it it sounds really simple in in the sense that we're both in a club, in the same club, we're not leaving the club and we're not we're not going to be really that far away from each other we're going to be in an environment where we both know where we are and then would it not just be really straightforward for you to go and play or interact with you, the woman that you want to play and interact with and I did the same with well, <laughs> is that really beyond the realms of possibility for us not to fall apart at the seams if that happened well because this- it's not a date it's not a separate chat it's in and it is in a closed environment where we both know where we are the time boundaries are kind of given because we're not going anywhere without each other it it kind of feels like almost too easy <laughs> i disagree you disagree i disagree immensely actually why um because we've done everything we can and put all the boundaries that we've got in place to protect our relationship so are we saying that that those efforts weren't necessary no because they existed for a reason at one point what we're saying is can we relax those for a short period of time to see how it feels well and that's the thing i think we we've got a pr- more of a proven track record <laughs> of it going wrong yeah than we have done of this type of thing going right and i'm just really conscious that we haven't really kind of got to the bottom of it no and it feels like i mean a little bit at the moment that this is something that you're pursuing rather than something that we're pursuing. Yes, but although 
counter argument to that. We did discuss the possibility of separate dating a little while ago, not because of this reason, but just idly discussing, yeah. oh, how would it be if we did this? And, you know, what would happen? And at that point, it emerged that I thought about that and thought, well, actually, I wouldn't date a man. I would actually date a woman. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> but to me, that's even more of a threat to our relationship. But why? Well, for one, so, you know, let's not get into previous relationships. No, 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 of course but, not. But, but, you, but we're, we're talking about our own now. But, yeah. but in terms of your own previous relationship, mm -hmm. there has been a moment that was catastrophic, I would say, to, to a previous relationship for okay. you where you've introduced another woman right, into, into okay. that environment. So I think there is a lasting worry and concern over that element. I think there's also a host of just general sort of, well, actually, if, if what we've been doing is protecting our relationship and the chances of one of us running off with somebody mm -hmm. else, you know, I, I feel confident, confident and comfortable with who I am as a man, but I can't be a woman. So the, the, the threat is probably more to me. If you're assessing... This is a threat. As, as yes. a threat, yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm sort of reticent to kind of go, okay, this is how we're going to proceed without trying to get my head around it. And it's a very different thing to what we've been used to. Now I've, you know, we know a lot of people that play separately yeah. and play in different rooms and whatever. And, but we also know people where this has caused huge problems for them. We do. So, but also for the people that's gone right for, how on earth do we do it? Well, this is the thing. And I, uh, it's a level of confidence in the relationship, but it's also a lack of jealousy. And I think both of us and a lack of FOMO, I suppose, as well, mm -hmm. which uh, have has not been again our forte. Mm -hmm. And we've not been great at, you know, just I'm just thinking back. So, for, for example, right, when you had one of your biggest bouts of jealousy, it was about the fact that I was cuddling some woman in front of you. <laughs> Yeah, although I feel I'm okay with that now. <laughs> yeah, but I, that was going back a bit when things were still like, ah, oh, this is a feeling I've not encountered before. But equally, those but, things yeah. have informed our approach so that we, whatever we've done past that has been built around the fact that we don't want to trigger those things again. Yes, but I think we have managed to get over those things. Because I've definitely seen you cuddle women since then, <laughs> most definitely. No, nah, not me. You definitely no, have. Definitely. So I know now that whilst I'm not impervious to, you know, all, all elements of jealousy and, you know, FOMO, I, I don't break. It's fine we, as long as we navigate it in the right way. And I've definitely seen you cuddle women since and I've been <laughs> absolutely fine with it. But that's, I mean, that's just one example. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just using that as something that that, that, that comes to mind. I think... The, the, the thing for me is that I'm actually thinking about the the whole thing. It's it's kind of how we go about this without damaging it. And obviously, whatever we decide and whatever we do, we, we always have to have the ability to pull the plug at a moment's notice. But it's that point of how far do we push ourselves yeah. before we go, oh, this, this, this feels uncomfortable but acceptable to... Ah, mm. this has forever damaged our relationship and, you know, I, I can't, you know, I can no longer look you in the eyes because of the way you mm. are with somebody else. <laughs> that's, the, that's the worry. And it's kind of like, how do we go about sort of making sure that we are both protected? Because we've both said that this isn't something that we want to explore for a long time. Mm, I agree. To a place where you're very keen to explore it, I think. Or so, at least a lot more keen. Yes. Although, again, I want to, <laughs> I, I just need to make it clear again that, I haven't pushed for this because I, I feel like there's something inherently wrong. 
no, it, it's come about, I think, more because you've observed for yourself just how how much I am attracted to women. And I, it's probably become more and more of a, okay, uh, I can't ignore it. And I can see, I can see for myself that I'm actually, this is not an ideal situation for me, but I've not, I've not pursued it and asked and insisted and said, well, if you don't, if we don't do this then I can't go on with this anymore. No, I don't, I don't think you've said that. I think no. what you have said is that if you were to, to explore this, then you'd probably be a lot more open in terms of meeting with couples because it's ticking that box, if you'll excuse the phrase, <laughs> which is, which is almost a direct quote. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I think. Which feels a little bit like bribery, but that's okay. No. Well, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to, if I'm you trying do to get this, to... then I'll give you this. <laughs> I'm trying to reach a point where we can continue what we're doing and I am more invested in the, the play situations. Not, not because I'm, we're finding different people, but because I'm not, I'm not constantly thinking about, do I not want to play with a dude because I'm just thinking about how much I want to play with a woman and that's not going to be possible because of a dynamic. So maybe this would be a nice thing to have at the side so I don't have to keep on hoping and praying that each interaction affords me that time I'm missing out on with women you want to recharge your special meter <laughs> <laughs> like Legend of Zelda or whatever uh, what, so that when you, when you come to the boss fight that bit's already replete and you don't care about it so much <laughs> so like a Scott Pilgrim like little like level up yeah level up thing I've leveled up on lady power <laughs> amazingly though that that new animated series does look fantastic and oh, yeah. I'm very excited to see it however I, so I, I think I, I get where you're coming from and I think it, it's tricky to see it in, in the way that mm. you're intending for me because it does feel a little bit like, well, if you let me do this, then I'll keep letting you do that. Mm. It's, no, it's, but it's I not. know that's not what you, you know mean. You know that's not what I mean. But, but it's hard not to separate that in that way for, for, my, for my weird brain. I think there is, you know, I, I came to that sort of, you know, the, the, these are the two options really in terms of logic. The, the other option is that we just cut out couples and just meet, like, uh, like other than the couples that we know. I think that's really important. We know a lot but of couples, babe. We know a lot of couples. We know a lot of amazing couples. <laughs> but do we do we stop meeting new couples and only meet like single ladies? Well, that's really significantly narrowing the playing field. It is and significant. We know how difficult it is to do that. <laughs> and again, as I said, I do still love meeting couples. I really do. And I thrive on those, you know, interactions we have, you know, probably more socially even physically sometimes granted i but occasionally there is definitely a connection with you know the, the, the guy and the woman and i'm like hey this is great mm. but yeah i don't know what to do <laughs> <laughs> well i think you know I don't. <laughs> as, as i sort of said to you when we had this initial conversation um over that rather delightful pasta um <laughs> it keeps bringing me back to the pasta clearly we've had oh, pasta on the so brain good, for the last though. yeah it was very good i, I think you know, there is there are a number of ways we can go about it. And the sort of single ladies bit is is a potential thing, but I don't think it kind of suits the the connections that we do make. No. Because, because as you said, it, this isn't saying that you're taking your sort of interactions with men off the table. Mm. It's just that you're wanting more interactions with women. Yeah. Then the, the options become, like I said, the, the group dynamic where you can, you can do your Scrooge McDuck dive into the, the <laughs> ladies or whatever it is. But I think that that will only get you, that will 
only fill up three quarters yeah. of the way for you. I think that's probably enough to keep you interested. But I think where really what you want is just a lady experience with yourself and another lady or a number yeah. of ladies. It's the one's fine. Well, <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> so I and I think the the only way that we can do that is if we if we play separately in some way. Whether that's you going to like a ladies' night at a club, whether that's you going on a date with somebody that we know or whether mm. that's you going on like seeking somebody specifically for that thing i think that could be a bit dangerous that that element mm. because i think that is opening up the relationship in a way that we've not really wanted to before agreed and i think that does present itself with a risk not so much from one of us running off with somebody although that is that is a possibility because that's always a possibility but from the person sat at home, the unknown factor is is huge. Great, great. But as I said before, the, the meeting people that we already know also could damage those relationships. Okay, so mm, if we were to pick an option where we we attempted a separate date, both of us, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean both of us, uh, taking me out of the equation now and what I want from this, does the, does the idea of you dating someone separately whether it be unknown or known, we don't quite know yet. Does that appeal to you on some level? Um, could be fun. I think there is a nervousness to commit to it. And I think that's probably because it's very much reminds me, right, of when we, we played with your friend in the hot tub. That's great. We should that do was, that again. We should do that again. <laughs> um, and the reason I mention that is because I had years and years yeah, and years yeah, and years of you going, no, 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 you can't touch her, you can't touch her. She's off bounds, you can't touch her. Don't even look <laughs> at her. Mr. H, turn your eyes away. Look, look, don't even look at her. Don't touch, you know, all this sort of stuff. And yes. then all of a sudden- Use the conditioning. Use the right. conditioning. And then I'm in a hot tub or, or you're beckoning me, both, both of you beckoning me like sirens into yeah. the hot tub or naked and making out with it's each other. It's a trap. It is. It's a trap. And it was fine. It was fine, but there was still it, it, that level of reticence to commit to it is inbuilt in me because I feel that everything that we've done and everything that we've preached and everything that we've said has been <laughs> we're not going to do that. In fact, you know, and to the point where we had not an argument, but a moment where where it was an issue because you'd gone into a different room by yourself. Huh. To play with a woman. The different room, huh? Yeah, the different room. That old the, the different cross, room. Cross you mean the that threshold. little cheeky little threshold of a, a joint room that we had Threshold and round there. a corner. Yeah. That was a lot, though, at that time. <laughs> so you can imagine my conditioning where that was an issue. Yeah, Where I'm reticent to go, yeah, it'd be great to go out and have a separate date with somebody. <laughs> and I'm saying date. I mean, I'm assuming what we're really saying for the purposes of this is hookup, right? Uh, I don't like that term, but an experience. Uh, Fine, <laughs> but but that's yes, what we fine. Okay, you know, okay. some kind of experience, some kind of experience. <laughs> so it's that kind of actually this everything we've said has been against that thought, and all of a sudden we're sort of not all of a sudden, but the logical answer to what we're talking about is that as the solution. Mm. So I'm in that space where I'm going, oh, this warning, Mister H, danger, danger, warning, because you know, okay, that. and I I hear all that, but. Yep. Is it not is it not kind of interesting and quite progressive really to 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 flex some of those rules and and revisit them and not saying like go out and just break everything but maybe just flex a, th a few and say okay how does this feel D does it just because we made a rule once does it forever have to be set in stone and never broken no, or, I, or never removed or 
or adapted in some way? Can it evolve in some way? You're still going to have some boundaries in place because fine, why not? They're for our protection, but we're allowed to revisit those and adapt, surely. We are, but I'm also terrified of being hurt and being left aside by myself in a pool of my own tears. <laughs> and and I, I, But this is true. I'm, and I am terrified that that our relationship could be broken. And I've, looking back at our history, you know, it, it wasn't easy for us to get together. I know. And my sort of level of trust over that stuff is, it's not that it isn't big, because I do trust you, but it's all too easy to slip into the past where that trust wasn't earned at that point and in fact was broken a number of times over a number of different things. So I... There is that at the back of my head where I think, well, I could be hurt in this. And yes, we can always be hurt in these things. We can always be left astride aside and, and you know, someone can always go off with someone else. But right. the worry is there and is extra, particularly because of the topic that we've got. Yeah. I mean, there's always, there's always risk around us, around everything yeah. we do. And, and we're, we're playing in a space constantly where that threat exists in some way. Because we're allowing ourselves to, you know, play with our emotions in with different people. Yeah. And emotions are involved because, you know, we've said ourselves we don't necessarily just hook up with people randomly. Well, I know. We we like to invest some emotional attachment into those things. But we've also done that with the guise of we've both been able to supervise, albeit not mm. always necessarily directly in that we've been around the corner through a threshold and a slightly different <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Because, yeah. you know, we have pushed we've had that. Visibility we, we've had it, yeah. visibility or, or, you know, as near as visibility because we've been able to observe and we've been able to ensure each, assure each other that this hasn't been some level of emotional developing bond and that hasn't pushed us over the edge. Now, if we go our own ways for dates, not separate ways, mm. but go our own ways for a date, then we don't have that visibility and we don't have that level of assurance. So what we're actually talking about is the level of trust, but also our ability to communicate um, that that isn't going on and relying on that being true. And that's where I struggle a little bit because that's where we've come unstuck in the past. Mm -hmm. So for me, you know, I, I've had trauma in this area, I suppose, in, in a nicest way, not like trauma, trauma, but I, we've had a difficult part of a relationship where we've got through something similar so it's just, and I'm not saying that we don't explore this, it's just trying to get my head around the concept of not being scared that that trauma is going to hit me again. Okay. And I think that's where my head's at. I, I see the logical reason, the flow of where we need to, not where, not where we need to, but where you would probably like to be. I see that. And I said that, you know, when we had this conversation, I saw the logical approach. I see the physical manifestations of of what the toll it takes on you not doing that. Not that you're, you know, falling to bits or whatever, but <laughs> I get that. But I'm also incredibly cognizant of this this strong emotional core that we've built around and our own defences. And what you're sort of asking to do is to knock back some of those defences and be very, very vulnerable. And I'm just, it's just that that's hard for me mm. because... I've I've been hurt before and I didn't like it. So I'm keen to avoid being hurt wherever possible. Yeah. And I'm also, 
incredibly aware that I'm an emotional being and a whirlwind <laughs> at the best of times. So those two things make it very hard to go, yeah, let's go do it without me thinking it through and understanding it and trying to, you know, not even to the point yet where we're sort of going, this is the framework of how we no, approach no, no. it, but to actually kind of just figure out that concept. Okay. So telling me all that, thank you. Um, may I ask then why you've even brought the topic up as something that we might want to explore if it, if it feels so hard for you to get your head around doing it? Because at the core of me, I want you to be happy. Okay. And I think you want this. And I, it, that the trigger for me was how much I could see you wanted to play with this particular lady. And I don't think I've seen that want in that way for a little while. And, and, and to be fair, actually, most of the time when I've seen you that way, it's been with men. Or a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, or, or you saw a kitten, or you thought you saw a kitten, either one. But, but actually, uh, you know, it was the, the trigger was is that I wanted to make you happy and I wanted you to, to experience what you wanted to experience. Yeah. Now, within that, that, was, that would have been quite a controlled environment mm -hmm. and would have been, wouldn't have been so traumatic for me to, to go through that. But equally, I suppose you also have to add the holiday vibe to it. You know, the, hey, we're on holiday. Hey, we're on a carefree environment. Hey, yeah. everyone's so non-monogamous. And yeah, when <laughs> in Rome and all that sort of stuff that adds yeah. to it. But when you bring it back to home and when it's much closer, it feels much more oppressive to me. Yeah. But that's not to say that I don't want you to to explore stuff and, and to have a good time. It's just I don't want to break and our relationship to break at, as an expense of that. I'm going to just look at holidays real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, reasons. we're not going to Lesbos. What? <laughs> no, we're not. So, yeah, I, that, and that's that's my that's what's going around in yeah. my head. I kind of think this is something that we need to thrash out and kind of figure out properly. Yeah. We but can't just get to a point and go, hey, we'll do this now. You can't go into <laughs> it and you'll excuse the phrase willy nilly because one, they probably aren't involved for you. But also we, we need to sort of <laughs> figure out how we do this yeah. and whether we're both adequately equipped to handle mm. the, the situation. Because I think at the moment I get my take is that you, you've got a much stronger drive to explore this than than I do. Well, to this point, to, to until this point, I'd probably tried to suppress all that as much as I could. I really, truly had because I'd kind of given up on it ever happening because I didn't ever want this. I couldn't really see how it was going to happen. Yeah. If I'm honest, it's like, okay, well, that's never going to happen. So just get over that one. <laughs> but, you know, and you can suppress it to a point. You know, you can you can diminish how much you, th you think about it and how much credence you give to those situations and how much, you know, I do have an imagination after all. Cool, I'll... I'll deal with that for a bit and just, <laughs> just let my imagination like take, live vicariously through my own imagination. Great. But um, again, there's only so much you can, you can suppress that. And I hadn't really thought we'd ever get to this point even where we're even discussing it, like let alone well, and that's thinking thing. about how we may, you know, arrive at some kind of resolution Although the way we're going, I'm going to be like 60 years old by the time we do that. <laughs> and then I'll be like, no, nah, too old now. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Well, I, I think the, the, the other thing is, is that, you know, we, we can discuss it and discuss it and discuss it. But mm. at some point we have to kind of make some decisions. I think, you know, ultimately you're getting more experience than you would do if we weren't 
of course. Monogamy. So yeah, there is no, you're, right. you're already in a better space than what you would have been had we decided I to completely, completely agree, pull but the plug I don't on want to be unfair or lead people on. And that's the worst part. I don't want to get to a point where I'm I'm meeting people under false pretenses and letting people maybe think that I'm really into something and I'm actually less so because this is overshadowing everything I'm doing. Well, I think, but I think the other thing that we need to to kind of work through, and this is probably something that we, we take off air at some point, <laughs> is kind of how we communicate in terms of whether you're interested. Because yeah. I think as a result of this or seeing some of this, we've kind of lost a little bit of that assurance that that we're kind of both interested. Yeah. And I think your your level of interest for what the, the well the level of interest that you've shown has been the same consistently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not the actual level of interest that you have. So what I've taken as your to be your oh I'm interested in these people actually doesn't necessarily mean that. And that's do you see what I mean? So you, you, yes. you the, what you're showing physically right. and meant and and interactions with people yeah. with couples in particular hasn't changed. Right. But mentally inside, I, I think you. your your want to play with the guy has changed, or or, or or certainly sort of that balance has changed. Therefore, it's not so easy for me to tell as to whether you do want to play with someone or not. Right. No, I understand that. Yeah. I, that took a long while to get that, but but I, that's, <laughs> I, th- I think that makes sense. And I think we need to kind of realign ourselves and be better at you going, oh, I'm like, I don't want to do this mm. because I'm kind of there going, yay, wouldn't it be great if we all did this? This would be lovely, <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. Because the level of interest that you've shown is the same that you've always yeah, shown. Yeah, and I, yeah, no, I get that. But I do still like meeting people. and But yeah. then, but then it's not always apparent to me until we're in the situation. I'm like, oh, actually, no. I'm still thinking that actually what I'm more attracted to right now is is the the woman. Yeah, and we. But I can't to... just go, hey, <laughs> like you. Well, I, to a certain extent, I think we we can be clear on that. We clear can. on certainly with each mm. other. So, and there's been a few situations recently where we've been like, yay, this is great, mm. and you've not known quite where you're at with it, and we kind of no. need to get better yeah. at working through that and kind of being honest and. I'm also very conscious that that you, for you, a lot of men are a slow burn and it takes you a repeated number of times to kind of like them. Agreed. Sometimes. So I'm also of that, like, oh, this could be just a slow burn. So when people are like, oh, Mrs. H is really hot and, and what does she <laughs> think of me? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Don't. <laughs> I just don't. Honestly, come back in a week. You know, yeah. And, and, oh. and, but that's yeah, really no, hard because you don't seem to be able to communicate that. Well, what what I will say is, and this is an interesting observation of my own, is the that ability to form a cerebral connection still exists for me with men and women. Okay, that that is very much a a, f- a focus of what I look for. Okay, so that I can still do that really, um, really well with males as well as females, and I really like that still. And and in fact, if I form a very good, you know, um, connection like that then it's more more likely that I will be interested in them. That makes sense. It, but whereas I wouldn't look at a guy and go, he's hot, I'm into him. That's, uh, That's that does probably, happen, but it r- does, it's rare. It does, but it's, it's rarer. And what I probably look more for is that personality, that, that, yeah, that cerebral jump where I'm like, oh, I like this person, not because they're male, actually. The gender seems to be irrelevant for me at that point. It, it's not the gender I'm attracted to at all in that environment. It's more... 
am I clicking with this person on a on a, a a mental level? And if I am, then I'm probably quite interested. But eh, it's so hard, to, so hard to explain. It's not. I don't think. Look at them and go. I fancy them because they're male. I just might fancy them because they interest me. And I get and the that. genders are relevant. But you also have to be able to communicate that to I me <laughs> and also communicate that to them. And I think that's the challenge that we're facing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm not telling you off. You're no. looking like I'm telling you no, off, but I'm really not. I'm just I'm... frustrated because I can't I can't figure it out. Okay. You know? I, I, I know there's been a shift. I get that. And whilst I've always, 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 for as long as I can remember, as long as I've been able to, you know, recall my some of my earliest memories in school, I know I've been attracted to women. Mm-hmm. That's that's never gone Same. away. <laughs> Whatever chance is, I know, it's right? great, isn't it? That's always been there. Now I know I've never identified as gay. I've not I've not said oh, I'm definitely lesbian, but it's definitely something that's over time got a stronger and stronger sense of identity in me. Okay, well that's fair. But at, at the middle of all that is my love for you is has never ever ever shifted or changed it's not got less it's not it's not been something i've thought well does this impact how i feel about you no you're you're everything to me and i know that that's not something i don't want in my life is this because i've become more womanly in my older age <laughs> you know if you could just grow your hair a bit <laughs> no i don't need to grow any more hair i've got more than enough hair for, for you. In fact, I do need you to assist with the old back shave this week. Thank you Ooh, very much, wife. It's sexy to so keep your mind on. Yep. yep. Just <laughs> thinking about like, you're trimming some lady parts and you'll be fine. It'll be, honestly, look, I, you know, I absolutely adore and love you. And I think the reason why this requires so much discussion is oh. because that we do have that connection yeah. and, and that we do value this relationship and we don't want it to to break over no, just no, not at just all. basically having sex with women because that's really what we're you know and men absolutely that's what it's coming yeah, down to well, that's the thing and I think you know it's been really useful to sort of cover this ground again I think there's probably a the whole other suite of conversations that go with this that we need to kind of thrash out but what we wanted gentle listener was to kind of share some of this stuff with you because we felt this was like a really important conversation for us. And it felt every now and then, and, and we've said this right at the very beginning, we'll, we'll go to, for some strange reason, I always seems to be Italian, we'll go to a restaurant <laughs> and we'll have some drinks and we'll just thrash out these things that are in our lives. And I think this one was, you know, th- this this happened. This this, And this conversation has been an evolution of that. So we've not only had a mm. quick version of that conversation, but we've also kind of expanded upon it and I think it was really important for us to to have that discussion. So. I think it's quite pivotal, really is. I mean, I mean, ultimately, we could do nothing. You know, that's always an option. We could do absolutely nothing and just carry on as we are. And, you know, chances are everything, n- nothing will really break as a result. Nothing, nothing, tra-la-la. <laughs> yeah, maybe my, I don't know, maybe my, my porn browser will need to be bigger. Who knows? Well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> nothing will fundamentally break if we don't do anything. Although I suspect it will become a little more fractured over time because we're getting less and less from those uh, from the interactions we do have for the reasons we've just gone through. It's, I, I think it's, it might slowly ebb away a little bit, and it will get to a point where I'm like, no, I'm not interested in anyone. <laughs> well, I, I don't think that's quite true because I think where we've got established relationships. I think that's one thing. Oh, that's, yeah. And that's quite different. Yeah, it is very different. And that goes back to that whole 
you know, cerebral thing we were talking about where I know that, you know, the connection I have mentally is is so, so incredibly strong. It it really doesn't matter about who, what, what gender is involved there. It's, I love the connections we have there. They're not going to go away. It's the new connections, I think. Yeah, the, the, I think so. The, the add-ons, the bonuses, the, the people mm-hmm. are yet to be in the circle of trust. <laughs> Those folks, that's what I'm talking about. Anyways, we've gone on for a good hour now. Yeah. We Can't, haven't got an answer, well, I, I, but maybe we're, we've got some stuff to think about. Well, if anything, now we can just play this back and listen to it and figure out, you know, <laughs> just be like, what would you do? Like, listen to it as though we're not us and go, what would you advise these people? And we'll go, oh, just tell them to fuck off and get oh over themselves. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Which would be your anyone... approach. No. And mine would be a considered 12 page essay with research and <laughs> notes, because that's, that's kind of me. So, ladies, if you want to hit that, just send us a message. Just joking. Um, right. Right. So, summing up. Yes. I utterly love and adore you. Yay. You are still the number one person in the world for me. Excellent. We need to follow this up and talk about it more. Yeah. If you've got thoughts, advice, suggestions, please send yeah, them in. Yeah, I would, really want to hear them. Like how be, has this happened to you? How have we navigated it? What, you know, like what the hell to do with this? Yeah. So no, I advice. don't want to break anything, but at the same time, I need to, we want to try and move on with it a bit and yeah. do something positive with it. Exactly so. that. So let us know and we'll let you know how the winter wonderland goes. Hopefully <laughs> it will be absolutely amazing and we'll be, people will be listening to Mrs. this. Mrs. H ran off of 10 women. <laughs> they'll be listening to this in the car, <laughs> leaving winter wonderland going, fucking hell, did you see Mrs. H and that lady pal <laughs> and see Mr. H crying in the shower, scrubbing himself down? Unlikely. Yeah, clearly. You'll but, do all right. Oh, you yeah. would do all right. You probably did all right. Probably did all right. Oh, thanks wife for that, that wonderful vote of confidence. <laughs> well, we talk about what happened in the past now because it's not happened yet, but it will in the future. And I think you did just fine. Oh, great. Thank you. Welcome. Yay, me. Mrs. H, do your thing. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. It's a Disney off. Right? I can't do a Disney you, off. You can. You've got to just. I don't know you what sing Disney a, songs. You've got to di- sing a different Disney song. We can't repeat them. I can show you the world. So I can't sing the same song? Yes. Yes. Okay. Let it go. Let now it go. I'm the king of the swingers. Whoa, the jungle's <laughs> VIP. Um, oh, Taylor's oldest time. Taylor's oldest time. Life is like a hurricane <laughs> here in Doug. Bug. <laughs> shit my hot water bottle. Is that a Disney? Seriously? <laughs> You've just shit out a hot water bottle. <laughs> Are you asking if DuckTales yes. about Huey, Dewey and Louie and uh, Uncle Scrooge, uh, the, the yes, three nephews Disney, of Donald Duck, one of the principal characters of Disney. Fine. Have it your way, Hopper. Yes, they're bloody Disney <laughs> I birds. am the winningest. I won the Disney off. Thank you it wasn't very much. really much for Disney officer. Taking my trophy. You know way more than I do. <laughs> when you wish upon a star. Oh, that's that Pinocchio. Was awful. Is it? Is it Pinocchio? <laughs> I don't know what tone I was singing it, but it's a song. Isn't it? When you wish upon a You just sang it again. Star. You failed again for the second time. I was trying I to sing it properly. I remain undefeated.
You think you've won this one, Hopper. <laughs> I'll get you next time, He-Man. That's definitely not Disney. And he prays. <laughs> oh my God, does he pray? How many copyright infringements can I get away oh with this God, week? Oh God, one day you're just going to get sued. Oh, you could have also gone... Dun, 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 That's Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Is that Disney? Well, they own it now. They own the oh Muppets. Oh my God, and... Disney just like massive empires of the entire world now. Do they own everything? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Who yeah. Knew? There yeah. we go. You have a lot of money then. You could have also gone with. Dun, 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 oh, that's um, Mandalorian. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> it's not guess the song, which you seem to be oh, much more. I'm much better at that. <laughs>